Welcome to Manager Tools. Our guidance on I Didn't Get the Title or Raise, part two. Here we go. And that's kind of like leads into our next point, which is the email thing is a kind of terms of let your boss make the decision when that kind of information is going to be communicated, like when they actually put a, a manager, an official position there. But in the interim, you can't make an issue of it immediately, right? You think you ought to be in the, the primary role. You're in the acting role. Like the, yeah. the last thing you want to do is make an issue of it right away. Yeah, look, if your boss asks you to take over a management role, and again, whether you're a manager or not, so if you're a manager, you become a director. Although, I'll say it again, there are too many organizations in the world that have successfully inflated the titles of manager and director. And now, particularly in technology organizations, everybody who's a manager is called a director. For the record, guys, years ago and in more old line uh, companies, director meant manager of managers. Don't assume if you see it. If you're in a consumer products company and you're looking at a tech guy and you see he or she is a director, you think, oh, manager of managers, that's good. No, that doesn't mean that. Now, no, let me be clear. Let me give an example of what I mean by making the shoot immediately. If I'm working for Joe, right? Joe reports to you, Mark. Right. And and Joe leaves. For whatever, he takes a different job in the organization. Or he leaves so you're company. my skip. At this point, Joe's between you and me. You report to Joe. Joe reports to right. me. Right. Okay? And, and you come to me and say, hey, Mike, Joe's left. I'd like you to kind of step in as uh, – I'd like you to take over responsibilities in an acting role for now. The idea of me saying, well, is there a pay increase? Is there a title change? Is there – like my first response to that is – it's it's lud- it's plaid. It's not even ludicrous. It's plaid. Yeah, it's plaid. ridiculous. If somebody comes up to you and asks you to take over a new a management role, whether you're a manager or not, and you've had greater <laughs> management responsibilities part of your career plan, it doesn't matter whether you're getting the title. It doesn't matter whether you're doesn't getting matter. getting the money. You got to say yes, right? You got to say yes. Yeah, and then go further. I mean, we want you to have a reflexive yes to that. Now, look, if you don't want to be a manager, if that's not the thing for you, okay, we respect you thinking about it. Although, generally speaking, if it's an acting role and your boss, if you tell your boss, I'd like to think about it, she'll say, I'll find somebody else. Yeah, too um, late. You just did. <laughs> but, but for those of you who are interested, this is often how the promotion happens. It happens in three stages, acting, interim, semi-formal, formal, raise, title, stuff like that, okay? Or title and then look, I will be able to administer salary differently in three months when we do your review, maybe, right. hypothetically. Right. Yeah, th- this is not the point where you, you, you test out your negotiation skills. Yeah, <laughs> guys, don't worry about the details. Don't think that your negotiation skills for the new job are now being tested. Okay, I don't care what advertisements you've read in airline newspapers, airline magazines about how life is a negotiation. It's not. Okay, don't think that you're now supposed to go into demand mode and see how much you can get because your boss needs something from you. And so now it's time to get the other half. Or I'll tell you something else that's happened is, uh, oh, companies have internal economies. So therefore, when you're offered a raise, it's like a job offer. Control has now passed to you, which is the definition of a job offer, by the way. Um, and it's time for you to lay out your side of the equation, you know, let the maneuvering begin kind of thing. That makes for really good dramatic stories, but they do not accurately portray most managerial transitions. The first thing your boss thinks is about filling a performance hole, okay? A workload hole, a responsibilities hole. He was before fishing in the pond, but now the dam that makes the pond is leaking and he can keep fishing, but pretty soon 
There won't be any water to sustain the fish. And so he has to do something now. He's, he's worried about getting things done. She is not thinking about offering you a job and expecting negotiation. She's thinking, how can I solve my immediate problem? Right. And you should feel good. She's handed it to you, right? Yeah. She's, she said, "How can I get my How can I get my work done? How can Who I, do get, I make this happen?" And she's thinking about you. Oh, that's a That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. You're being complimented. He believes you're the best person. Think about it. If you needed someone on your team to step up for some significant new responsibility, even if it was for a short term, wouldn't you start at the top of your performance rankings and work down? Not necessarily saying that the best salesperson would be the best manager, okay? But you would still know something about the potential of people to be a manager, okay? Right. Yeah. So if you were to respond as a compliment to a compliment like that by seeing it as leverage for what else you want is a pretty selfish move. And there are very few managerial roles that respond that essentially reward selfishness. And that kind of response makes clear to your boss that your goals, compensation, titles, self, are at odds with her goals, which are performance and workload and responsibilities. And who do you want as as a subordinate manager? You want a selfish person or unselfish? Yeah. So look, I've shared this before probably 10 times in bits and pieces. It's one of my all-time favorite sort of corporate responsibility things. It's a poem. It's by a guy named Shel Silverstein. It's called God's Wheel. And it goes like this. And now I can say that I've done the whole poem precisely as Mr. Selvestein wanted it done. Uh, The poem goes, God says to me with a kind of a smile, hey, how would you like to be God a while and steer the world? Okay, says I, I'll give it a try. Where do I set? How much do I get? What time is lunch? When can I quit? Give me back that wheel, says God. I don't think you're quite ready yet. So, guys, when you get the nod, focus only on the work. Align your priorities with your bosses. If you do feel a need to ask questions, keep them to the priorities and responsibilities of the job. So, examples are, what's the biggest fire to be put out? What's the status of Mega Project X? What can you tell me about any of the team members? Okay, Particularly if you're not stepping up to take your boss's, former boss's place, okay? Also, you're going to be asked things by your spouse. You're going to get home and your significant other say, how was work? Actually, my boss asked me to step in in an acting role as a manager. Wow, okay. Do we get the title? Is there a raise? What does that mean? When do we know? And, And you know what, dude? You're in the middle, okay? And you're going to say, I don't know. Because you were smart and didn't ask about those things because those things are selfish. Your spouse wants you to be rewarded for the hard work you do. That doesn't mean that just because your spouse wants that for you, that means you need to commit career Harry Carey by going to your boss the next day and say, my spouse says, <laughs> I, I should be asking about this. And so what you have to do, and we're certainly not marriage counselors, guys, but you say, hey, look. Take some time right now. I'm going to focus on the work. I'm thrilled that he offered it to me. Uh, she's suggesting to me that I'm, I'm worthy of more responsibility. I'm going to tamp down the problems. I'm going to hit, hit the ground running, uh, and there'll come a time when I talk to him. 
Or you could have your partner listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You could do that. That's a good idea. Um, and I promise you, our recommended eight weeks is longer than most spouse can, spouses can handle. Right. About the only time a spouse could handle it better is uh, a dual working spouse who's in the same industry and basically at the same level as you are. They will probably understand. If they don't, okay. And you're going to be in a pinch for eight weeks and you can blame us. Right. And so let's make that clear. So you're you're recommending that if you're in this acting role, deliver results, focusing on getting the work done, and you got to give it at least eight weeks. And take it in the shorts at home. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So look, guys, it's probably going to take you eight weeks to get a handle on things. Okay. Your hair is going to be on fire for a little while. Having a day where you're scratching your head and frustrated and not getting stuff done and then saying to your boss... I deserve the raise that goes with this job. It just feels awkward. Look, if your boss didn't have the title, the compensation, the whole role detail package all worked out when he asked you to take it, one week is not going to be enough for him to get everything done. It's not enough for him to get the internal signatures. Now, look, again, I'm going to go back to the point we made earlier about bosses. We're not endorsing your boss's lack of planning. All things being equal, which they never are. We would recommend she would have dotted her I's and crossed her T's before moving forward. Unless, of course, it was a target of opportunity. But, guys, again, lots of firms are Byzantine in their rules about roles and titles and compensation. And it can take time. And I'm going to say this again. Gosh, I've said that a lot in this cast. This cast touches on a lot of career areas and politics areas that we think people are clumsy about. But... Too often, I think, managers are unaware of all those things, and they put themselves in in awkward situations. And there is stuff going on behind the scenes, and the fact that you don't know about it doesn't mean it's not. So be aware. If your boss is working that stuff and hasn't worked it out, right, she's stressed, she's trying to do her best. And then, you know, a week after you're in this acting role, you ask a question about, you know, salary and title and all that kind of stuff. And what is she going to say? You know, dude, I'm working on it. Right. And now you've now you've irritated your boss. Yeah. In fact, I would even say if I knew the boss and I knew the person who had been asked to step up, both of them, they both knew me in my present role. And both of them came to me and the, the, let's say the younger, the more inexperienced person comes in and says, you know, I, I feel like it's not, you know, gosh, it's, it's taking a while. I would say to them, stay frosty, my friend. And I would take the manager's side in part because I know that when that manager hears you say yes, and so therefore the workload and responsibilities whole is fixed. They, for a moment or an hour or a day and maybe even a week, completely forget about the administration. They completely ignore it. They are thinking, I'm in the field. There's a battle raging. I am not thinking about what supplies are coming into port 50 miles behind the lines. I'm not. And guys, we're not saying that your boss is to be lauded for that. She's not. But that's been my experience, guys. When I plug that hole... It's out of my head. Yeah. Wrong? Yeah. Normal? Yeah. Get used to it. So look, if you ask after one week, which is as long as most people can wait if they think that they're they're being nice to their boss, you're still going to get an answer, most likely, of, yeah, I'm working on it. Okay? And look, it irritates your boss. They know they're supposed to be working on it. They're frustrated it takes that long. They know you deserve an answer. They didn't have this time on their calendar to work the 
political stuff and to get the administration and HR behind everything. They know you deserve an answer, but they're plenty busy with other stuff. And HR and their boss are slow to respond, and that's just the way things work. Now, there is a small possibility that asking after one week has passed has a benefit. If your boss were to say, oh, sorry, there's no title change or raise. It's just more work, period. Only one week into your new role, that may be all you want. Like, okay, forget it. Yeah. You asked under false pretenses. I think that's false, but regardless, you made an assumption of what your boss was going to do. But Mike, don't you think? That's unlikely. Yeah, it's I mean, just it's really like, unlikely. I mean, I mean, it happens. I mean, it happens, right? And it makes a great story because, you know, it's dramatic. It's big. And you feel sorry for the person who got put in that position. But it's it's pretty rare. Yeah. And, of course, in the in, in that story, the Boston says, if there had been a raise and a title with it, I would have told you that. Thought you would have figured that out by now. And nobody likes to look stupid. But, again, guys, that's just really rare. And you thinking, I'm going to protect myself from being taken advantage of by asking after a week. There's a small percentage, one, two, three percent, that you'll be saving yourself. There's a 97% that you're seeing, being seen as selfish and greedy. Yeah, 97 to three. Hmm. Yeah. So look, waiting eight weeks may be longer than some of you all can tolerate. But trust us, we've paid attention to how long various people have asked. And if you wait eight weeks, no reasonable boss, none, will see a title or a raise conversation as selfish or doubt that they have had ample time to handle their part of the transaction. And at the same time, they're going to think, wow, this guy waited that long. He or she clearly gets it. It's brilliant. Uh, the person's mature. person understands yeah. how things work. I mean, it's just the upside is, is great. And, and frankly, in eight weeks, you have an opportunity to show what you can do. Exactly. Yeah, the, thing, the fires have tamped down. Uh, things have smoothed out a little bit. You've been able to report in a, in a format that the boss wants in a way that's reasonable and so on. Yeah, you built relationship with your new peers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've reached out to them. And so when your boss goes around, what do you think about Mark getting this job? They're all like, oh, he's doing hey, a great he's doing job. It. Dude, he's doing good. It. Give it to him. A little bumpy first couple of weeks, but mm, better. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, maybe you didn't have a great relationship with these folks before. There's a lot that we can done in those eight weeks. We should do a cast specifically about those eight weeks, right? Yeah, but yeah, we should do one eight casts each week. <laughs> now, look, guys, some of you, you high D's and high I's, who are terribly impatient and think I talk too much, could you wait six weeks versus eight weeks? Yeah, you could. Does it increase slightly the possibility your boss will believe you're pulling the trigger too soon? Yeah, it does but probably not enough to tell you that you should never ask at six weeks, okay? We're not saying that, but we still recommend eight weeks, and here's why. This is what I love about this, and it's taken me a long time to learn this, guys. In one way, asking it one week is bad, two weeks is less bad, three weeks is bad, four, four, you know, you're, you're essentially reducing your risk, but here's the thing about eight weeks. It's also two months, Okay. When you do work, it tends to be thought of in weekly chunks. Two, three, four weeks can all kind of blend together. But two months is one-sixth of a year. It's two-thirds of a quarter. Waiting two months is an impressive display of patience. And it's proof you're doing the job for the right reason. So when your boss says, wow, what took you so long? I thought, and, and you might say, is it sort of funny, you could say, well, I 
figured if I waited one week and then it was two weeks and then suddenly it was a month, I thought, oh, I don't know, that's only four weeks. Maybe it needs a longer, but I figured two months. That's forever. So Yeah. Well done, you. <laughs> Not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. After the eight weeks, now it's time, right? So, of course, you walk into the office, say, boss, been two months. I've been acting this role. Where's my uh, money? It, it's time. Like, where's the raise? Yeah. Where's the title? What's going on? Right? That's Don't that's, I get a car? Where's my car? <laughs> or at least a car. I mean, look, if you're not going to give me a car, at least give me a parking lot, parking space. Here are all my receipts for my, my cell phone because I know sell, uh, get, paying for my cell phone is part of this next, next job. So I've been saving them for the last two months. Yeah. Look, we don't ask for a raise. We don't ask for a title. We ask what our boss's plan is to address those things. To ask for a raise or a title, guys, and, and look, it's a reasonable expectation when you don't have them is to basically say, boss, you haven't done your job. It is to say, essentially, I've waited long enough. Why don't I have the things that everyone knows goes with what I'm doing? Yeah. To ask for a raise is to point out what hasn't been done. Start that, that conversation off with telling your boss how she screwed up. Great. That's awesome. Yeah, nice. Good job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's, those are some, the good negotiation skills again. And I got to tell you, if you're a director, you're a senior director, junior VP, and somebody has that conversation, the thought that often comes to mind for those who know this phrase is, you know what? It's hard to remember you're there to drain the swamp when you're up to your butt in alligators. And here, here comes another alligator. Right? You know, gee whiz. So to ask to know your boss's plan for the rest of the transaction, the other half, the organization's side of the transaction, is totally reasonable. Right. It implies to your boss's benefit that there has been a plan and that it is somehow unfolding much more slowly than even patient you can understand. There you go. By asking about the plan, you give your boss a fig leaf to cover his failure. And to, to say, oh, yeah, well, sorry, that's going a little slow, but, but I'll definitely finish that out. Even if he hasn't done anything, he probably has a plan. To ask for a raise is to point out his failure, whether he has a plan or not. To ask about his plan is to make common cause with him against the wheels of administration turning slowly. <laughs> it's really what it boils down to. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. So since we're suggesting you ask, let's, let's give some examples. Here, here are three examples, guys, if you need some words to start with. And, and by the way, somebody asked me recently, Mark, I got one of your podcasts a couple of years ago, and it gave me some suggestions. None of them rang true, and I combined two of them. I said, well, that's fine. Okay. I've had other guys come up to me and say, I said exactly your words, and you're not going to believe it. It worked. <laughs> Oh, why, why am I not believing anything? Anyway, okay. So here's three examples. Boss, I've been in the new role for two months. Can you tell me about the plan around compensation? Okay. Or, hey, boss, before I go, can you give me an update on the plan for a change in my title, change in compensation? It's been two months since we made the move. Okay. Or, boss, totally know you're swamped. But before I go, it's been two months since you asked me to step up into the new role. Can you share what the plan is or the timeline is for my title and compensation changes, if any? That's it. Yeah, and I like the little if any at the end. Yeah, I, I think it's, it, it just gives out. it just gives your boss a little a wiggle room. Just implies that you're not making demands upon your boss. You're just you're just asking what the plan is, where we yeah. are. Yeah, that's it. So sum it up. Acting, being asked to serve in an acting role is a different situation. We covered that in some detail, guys. 
don't make an issue of the lack of title, lack of compensation, lack of clarity right in the beginning, deliver results for eight full weeks, which is the same as two months. And then at that point, don't ask your boss for a title or a raise. Ask your boss what the plan is for those things. It's a softer ask. It's an easier ask to answer to and ends up being better. Guys, an increase in responsibility is a form of reward in and of itself. If you push too hard too soon for the benefits associated with it, it can seem that that's the reason you accepted the greater responsibility. And don't be surprised if your boss is surprised at you when you ask a week later. It's possible something is in the works or that he has simply forgotten. Now's the time when you're being rewarded more th- with more work to assume positive intent for the time being. Awesome, my friend. Loved it. Thanks, partner. Anytime. All right. We'll see you, man. Thanks, everyone. That's it for this series. We'll see you next week with a new one. So long.